Jesse Ashley, Owasso, Z92.5, The Castle. The game is over, but the night is just beginning. If you like football, you're at the right spot to Z92.5. We'll get you to the scores from all the action from under the Friday night lights. Look at tomorrow's college games. And get you ready for Sunday and Monday's NFL action. Baseball, basketball, hockey, or whatever's on your sporting mind is fair game as our host can field whatever question you have on our open line. Call at any time in the next two hours at 989-729-1925 to get on the air. It's time for Sports Forum, and here's your host, Ted Patel. Well, hello and welcome again, everybody, to another edition of the Sports Forum. It's our September 14th. 2018 show. I'm joined as always by Bart Matthews. Hello, Bart. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, man? Good to see you again, man. Hey, I just want to tell our listeners we're uh, brought to you by a bunch of great sponsors, including our corporate sponsors tonight Main Street Pizza, Jacobs Insurance, and Sportsnet Michigan. Also, want to thank the good folks here at Z92.5 for allowing us to come on in and sports banter for a couple hours every Friday night. We'll try and make connections with some of the coaches in our area we'd love to hear your calls uh the hotline telephone number here on the sports forum 989-729-1925 and a lot to get into tonight you know bart you know i I participate in a little podcast called three point podcast and we recorded it on tuesday the day after that fiasco at Ford Field. And I just wonder if any Lion fans out there, which I know we got a lot, would love to give us a call, maybe break it down, how you see this team. You know, do you give up on them after one game? I'd love to hear some opinions. I definitely have some opinions. I got to believe you probably have a few opinions. Maybe hold off on them right at the moment. When, until we do break down the game, break down the future. But I'd love to hear from our callers out there, 989-729-1925. Now, you might be a Michigan fan, okay? They lost a, that first game against Notre Dame. Tough loss. Bounced back pretty impressively well, against the Western, against Western Michigan. Though, That's yeah. right. Row, row, row your boat. Yeah, they uh, they got it going in all cylinders against uh, the Western Michigan Broncos, but uh, there was definitely some good signs in that game, and, and some of the good signs was they just didn't pound it down their throats. They mixed it up. Patterson had a pretty good game in the in the play calling, and I think he threw three touchdown passes. I know Karan Higdon had, uh, I believe, 150 yards and a couple of touchdowns in the first half alone. He didn't even play in the second half. So there's some good signs, and, you know, you got to do that against the teams you should beat. So we'll give the Wolverines a little credit on that one coming off that first game loss. Michigan State, on the other hand, you knew it was going to be a possible loss in the making. Traveling out to Arizona, the desert, 100 degrees, a 10.45 Eastern time start on a Saturday night. Uh, it had all the makings of a loss for the Spartans, and it showed at the end. Herm, uh, Herm Edwards, outstanding clock management down the tail end of that game to play for the game-winning field goal with no time on the clock. It's always sweet when you're a coach and you have that final play and you go to the locker room. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of uh, 
that Arizona State receiver at the end of the game. I mean, he just kind of took over things. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they were talking about it in the broadcast that he's probably going to be the top receiver taken in the draft. He looked like the real deal. Yeah. And I don't know a lot of the players on their defense, but they had a couple studs that played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so a tough loss for Sparty. You might want to talk about that tonight. Before we get going too far into the show and get up on our first commercial break and then maybe make some connections with some of the coaches, you know this is the spot to check into at about 10 o'clock or so on a Friday night to get you the early scores. So why don't you uh, update our listeners on what we have on our scoreboard so far. Yeah, we got uh, the big blowout board tonight, Ted. It is not pretty anywhere. Uh, the game you heard on the castle, uh, Ovid Elsie, a huge winner tonight over uh, Chesaning. They beat the Indians 54-7. to Something like 300 and something combined yards in the first half. And just a laugher of a game. Another laugher, DeWitt beating Holt. This used to be a really competitive series, but uh, not tonight. 49-7 to over the Rams. Lansing Sexton shutting out Eaton Rapids 50-0. to uh, St. John's, this was probably about the closest game tonight. They beat Williamston 34-20. Uh, PW and Fulton, nowhere near as close, 57 to nothing. Lake Fenton tops Corona, 42 to 6, another nail biter. And pretty similar score with the Dragons and Trojans as Swartz Creek tops Owasso, 42 to 7. Mount Pleasant, a big winner over Bay City Central, 46 to 7. Alma over Standish Sterling, 33 to 7. It was Hazlitt topping Fowlerville, 41-13. Frankenmuth shuts out Birch Run tonight by a uh, score of 28 to nothing. Saranac 39, Bath 7. Uh, Lake Odessa Lakewood over the Perry Ramblers 40 to 26, probably the second closest game tonight. Mo beating the hell out of Larry tonight 44 to 20. I think he called him like a porcupine a couple of times, too, when he did. Hey, come here. come here, porcupine. Hey, Mo. Uh, Ithaca shuts out Pin Conning. Uh, the pin counting cheese, is that the amount? I don't know. I'm 40, not sure what they are. 42 to nothing, but, you know, I'm not seeing one close score here anywhere on our scoreboard. And I'll tell you what, we haven't had a, a close game since the first game of the season. Exactly. All kinds of blowouts, and it seems like every year it just gets a little bit worse and a little bit worse. Do you think some of that is... Uh the focus now on school of choice. I mean, you know, a lot of students, especially student athletes, will go to a school, I think, and, you know, they can do it for athletics as long as they don't say it's for athletics, right? Right. I mean, I think there's got to be something in that, doesn't there? I, mean, I think there absolutely has to be something in that, and, you know, and, and, and how much of that is actually kids that are going there for athletics or how much of it is that uh, the kids that are going to some of these schools I mean you look at the way uh, the way kids play sports nowadays and it's all parent driven yeah it's all parent driven and you know maybe they're going to what what they perceive as a better school and that's parent driven as well and I think maybe the two go hand in hand but school of choice is a huge part of what's going on I mean you look at some of the schools in this county where they've got 30%, 40% of the student body live out of the district. Yeah, and you can't tell me overall, and again, we're talking football. I mean, that's our meat and potatoes. We broadcast football. I mean, we have seen a dive 
in popularity as far as participation in football. I'm not sure what the MHSAA stance is on that, but, you know, I've been around a long time and seen a lot of players on the sidelines, and now we're seeing Class B schools that can't even field a freshman team or, or JV team at times. Uh, you see maybe 25 players on the roster, and again... I blame soccer. Well, I was going to throw... <laughs> seriously, I was going to throw that out there as well. When you play... When you got a sport that is sim similar in athletic ability as football, but soccer is very getting very popular, yeah. you know, um, and a lot of those soccer yeah, it's athletes... Not like swimming versus basketball or something right. in the winter. It, well, exactly. It's a, it's a whole different mindset, but soccer players and football players, very similar. I think there is something to do with that when they're in the same season. By the way, did you have the new Lothrop final on that list you read I off? I do not. All right, let me give you that. We got let me new, write that down. New Lothrop over Montrose, 51-12 to 12 tonight. So that was a close one. Yeah, another close one, yeah. Uh, Lansing Sexton over Eaton Rapids. Yes, I got that Got one. that? Okay, that was 51-12, New Lothrop. Yeah, yep. uh, Lansing Sexton over... You know, I, you know, you look at Lansing, though. I mean, Sexton's still pretty much a powerhouse versus uh, one of the other schools in Lansing. Yep. Did you also have the St. John's final against Williamston? Uh, what did I have? It was uh, it was one of our few close ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. Sorry to, to be repetitive oh, there. Right. Try to pay attention next time. I'm, well, I'm just trying to scan <laughs> through Twitter Put also. Put that phone away. What are you, like some uh, millennial or something? <laughs> yeah, far from that, that's for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I, there has been a, a, a preponderance of blowouts in high school football in the last, you know, handful of years, I'll say. And it's it's really been a big change for what it used to be. Well, you know, when you, you, you're talking about the uh, the school of choice. And, you know, you, when, you, when you're at this level of football, one or two good players make a huge difference. If yeah. there's that kind of ta uh, talent disparity, you know, you've got one or two players that may be able to play on Saturday someplace else, and they can make a huge difference at high school. And then you combine that with the recruiting, if you want to call it yeah, that. Yeah, let's call it. It's you know. recruiting. I mean, you know, whether they get caught for it or not, we know it goes on. Yeah. But you know, there, you know, we don't have we don't have hard facts here. We're we're a, we're a, an opinion show here. We will have facts to back certain things up. But right now, that's just kind of a feeling we have. And the thing is, there's no knock against the schools because they're operating with the rules that are in front of them. And it is so. We talked to Ryan Cunningham, the superintendent of schools at Ovid Elsie, not specifically about recruiting athletes, but about uh, school of choice, choice, and you know how they have. They have to play that game to get no that choice. funding. I mean, you well listen to our radio station. Right. You're you're going to hear commercials from different school districts. Well, without a doubt. You know, and because they have to do that. They have to have the types of programs, you know, whether that's, you know, these a lot of college-centric courses or, um, you know, life skill classes or uh, skilled trades classes, whatever it is to attract people. Because if you don't have that, if you're relying just on your student body, well, what, what do they give them uh, per student, like seven grand or whatever it is? It may be a little bit more nowadays, but you have to attract students from outside of the area because you need that funding. Well, and it depends what kind of programs you run to. Now, you're aware of my nephew, Jared Fattel, who uh, now is technically starting his third year of college up at Grand Valley. He was able to get one full year of college through LCC under his belt paid for yeah. while he was still at Corona High School. You're talking about that fifth year program. That fifth that year do. program. Yeah. And then he did his next year after he graduated through LCC. So virtually he had two years in the bank 
under his belt one year out of high school. Yeah, you're 19 year old kids that have junior level credit accreditation. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and and those are the kind of things that different schools promote. You know, we uh, we were talking to uh, to Ryan over there at uh, Ovidelsi talking about uh, the Dale Carnegie course they offer now, and that's I think three college credits through LCC. And that's middle school, right? Uh, no, I think it was first freshman. year of high school. Freshman, freshman yeah. okay, but still, I mean that's. You know, a very there was a few college classes available mm -hmm. when I was in high school. Not available to me. <laughs> well, no, you got to qualify. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, there were entrance requirements. Don't get me wrong, but they were available to some kids. Oh, it's a whole different world out there for sure. But uh, we'd love to get your call. We're going to be hooking up with some of the coaches. Anytime uh, you feel like dialing us up, hit us up at 989-729-1925. It's the Friday Night Sports Forum. We can talk Lions, Wolverines, Tigers. We can talk Red Wings as Steve Eiserman may be making a move to Detroit. Henrik Zetterberg uh, just officially has announced his retirement as uh, captain of the Red Wings. And uh, his career apparently is over due to injury. Uh, always can talk wings, can talk uh, basketball, pistons if you want, but really, football season is here and we want to get some of your thoughts. So we'll be right back here on the Friday Night Sports Forum right after this first commercial break. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm -mm. <laughs> Pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated pre-packaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take and bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and Loaded with toppings, baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Hi, I'm Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Our business is like football. You must have a good team to be competitive. Our team just added a new player, Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you are paying a lot for auto insurance, and who isn't, give my office a call or stop in and get a comparative quote. You might be surprised with how much you can save on your auto insurance at Jacobs Insurance. We're located on M21 by Home Depot. Our phone number is 725-7117 or visit us on the web at www.jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. That's the motto today. 
This is Mike Raffesper, owner of Ace of Diamonds on Mission Street in Mount Pleasant. And I want to encourage everyone to go green. It feels good to recycle, and it's really not very time-consuming. To help you go green in less obvious ways, we want to recycle your old jewelry. Bring in your kinked-up herringbones, dusty old class rings, your single earring you'll never find the match to, and we'll give you credit. You'll trade five or six old unwanted pieces for one stunning new piece that costs you nothing because you recycle. We can also reuse your old stones by remounting them into something you designed. As far as reduce goes, we love to sell earth-grown gems and diamonds. Mother Nature is incredible, let's get that straight. But we use a lot less resources growing stones in laboratories. A lab-grown half-carat stunning diamond costs less than $1,000. So go green. Or in this case, go gold. Ace of Diamonds also pays cash for all your unwanted jewelry. Tony Young here from Young Chevrolet Cadillac in Owasso with great news. It's time to move out the 2018 leftover models and make room for the new ones. Listen to this. 2,000 minimum trade down, drive a new Chevy Malibu starting at $114 a month. Or how about a Silverado four-wheel drive double door as low as $175 a month. And we've even got a great payment on new Cadillacs. Right now, the Cadillac XT5, you can drive as low as $344 a month. We want to make you a deal on the leftover 2018s. We've got a great selection. Come out and see them. And if you're in the market for a 2019, I've got 2019 Chevy Equinoxes that you can drive starting at just $149 a month. That's right, $149 a month for a 2019 model only happens at Young's in Owasso. GMS 24-month, 10,000 miles per year lease to qualified buyers. With $2,000 down plus tax, state, and document fees and using GM lease loyalty. Visit us online at youngautosales.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. And now, an ad from Mom. <clears throat> Bundle home and auto with Progressive and save on your car insurance. Excuse me, maybe we should add in the word money so they know that they're saving money. I'm just going to add that in there, okay? Yeah, hello? Just nodding at me. Okay, well, he's got enough buttons to push in there. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey, guys, you all know how big of a deal it is to look good. Get ready. Something big is coming to JCPenney. I'm launching Shaquille O'Neal XLG exclusively for big and tall. Only at JCPenney. Come to the wardrobe sale and get 50% off select men's suits, separate sport coats, and dress pants in-store and at JCP.com. Plus, save an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon or extra 15% off with any other method of payment. J.C. Penney. Style and value for all. Pricing and coupon ballot 913 and 923. Credit offer subject to credit approval. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for coupon and details. Welcome back to the Sports Forum here on a Friday night. I'm Ted Fattel. My partner is Bart Matthews. George manning the phones here for us this evening, doing a fantastic job as always. And uh, we're going to go out to our coaches hotline presented by Jacobs Insurance for the first time tonight. And uh, he had everything going this evening in the MMAC. Travis Long. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing outstanding. The head coach of the Ovid Elsie Marauders, and uh, what a victory tonight over Chesanine, 54-7. to uh, You started off with three straight touchdown passes. Jacob Loins to Evan Morris and never looked back. Uh, yeah, that had to feel pretty good, huh? Yeah, that was definitely fun to coach. 
So, uh, so since you were coaching it and everything was going your way, what what goes through a, a coach's mind when you're going to halftime with a 47 to nothing lead? What'd you tell your team? Just to make sure they keep doing what they're doing and, and executing, and you know, probably get some guys that don't get in there very much and get them some reps, and just make sure that they perform as well and keep a good head on your shoulders and do the right thing and go out there and perform. Well, perform they did, that's for sure. And uh, your quarterback, Jacob Loins, a nice game. Evan Morris, we called his name a lot tonight. And, man, that young man has a leg. From what I understand, some big-time universities are recruiting him to possibly kick for them, correct? Yes, definitely. Evan, is a, he's, he's a special kid. And, uh, you're probably going to see him play some D1 as a specialist next fall. Now, let me ask you this, Coach. Uh, I know you sent him out there to try, I believe it was a 62-yard field goal, which would have been a MHSAA state record if he had nailed it. He uh, he had it right on line, but it just ended up a little bit short. Uh, what did he say to you after that attempt? Well, <laughs> you know, he kind of just shrugged his shoulder and said thanks for the thanks for the shot. But, uh, you know, we, we're all just crossing our fingers there. He, he hit some pretty long ones in, in practice, not not quite that long, but he, every time we get an opportunity to try it, he's, he's up for the challenge. Now, uh, now, clarify a rule for us. Bart and I were talking on the broadcast tonight, and uh, I believe they, they punted it down to you guys, and I wasn't sure if it was a fair catch or not, but if you make a fair catch, can you get a free kick from that point? Like, can you Ooh, attempt? Can you know. attempt a long field goal? Uh, oh, uh, oh, when we when we field goaled it, or no? What I'm I, saying I'm is, like, like when you guys field, I think you you caught the ball at the uh, 40 yard line, your own 40 yard line. It was a, either a fair catch or your guy took a knee. We couldn't tell for sure, and I'm, I I got to verify the rule myself. But we were talking about it that. Uh, if you do make a fair catch in that situation, you could elect to attempt a field goal without any rush. Yeah, free kick. A, f a free kick. Yeah, yep, I, I think that is a rule, yeah. So think about it. He was kicking, a, he kicked at least a couple through the uprights from the 40-yard line. He could have had an attempt at a 70-yarder, and that would have been a record that probably never get broke. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's we'll put that in the game. Yeah, I was going to say, keep that in mind down the road, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> but a big win. Are you, yep. did, did you come out healthy tonight? Yeah, we're pretty healthy, yep. So who's next on the schedule for the Marauders? Oh, we got to travel to New Lothrop. Ooh. They're, they're, that's a tough task for you, but uh, you, you, your team's playing very well now, and you got to play over there at the Hornet Field, eh? Yeah. Have you had a chance to, to have you had a chance to view any film at all, or or a little scouting report on the Hornets? No, I, I mean you hear things. I haven't seen any film from them. We'll get some film either tonight or tomorrow morning. But you know, you, you read the papers and and you hear things on social media. A good quarterback, good receiver. You know, mm -hmm. they're you know they're making long runs in the playoffs year in and year out. So you, you know they're well coached, and so it, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, 
I think our kids are going to be up for it. You know, we'll have a we'll, we'll travel well, we'll have a big crowd, so. Oh, yeah. It'll be a really good game. Yeah, it'll be a great atmosphere over there underneath the new Lothrop lights, that's for sure. But, again, tonight, enjoy this one, you know, for at least tonight and a little bit tomorrow. But then it's back to work, right? Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's right. All right, Travis. Again, thanks for taking the time out to join us. Big win tonight, 54-7 to over Chesanine. And best of luck next week against new Lothrop, all right? Thanks, guys. Have a good night. See you later. Travis Long, the head coach of the Ovid Elsie Marauders. Just a laid-back guy, isn't he? He is very laid-back. He's, uh, You know, I wonder if his coaching style, how similar he is to when he's on air. Do you think he's just just worn out after uh, after coaching and he's kind of mellow with us? Ah, that would be my guess. That, yeah. that would be my guess. I would think he's a little bit more fiery on the sideline. I don't think he's super fiery. Probably not. Probably not. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, a good head coach, is more of a calm guy, delegates some of the yelling to the assistants. That's how it was when I played. I played for the legendary Nick Anise, you know, and he was pretty mellow for the most part. I mean, you always knew he was the boss, but uh, the assistant coaches, especially Dick Moffitt, would, uh, would dish out the pain. Right. All right, well, listen, we're going to make some more connections. We're also looking for your phone calls. We'll uh, set Do we have a caller on the line? Who is it? Okay, Kendall Crockett. Hey! We do have a caller. It's actually Remote. one of our coaches of the Morris Orioles, Kendall Crockett. Hi, Kendall. Hi, how are you? Well, we're doing outstanding. Uh, you guys were in a little bit of a fight tonight, huh? Uh, we kind of went in with uh, some big heads, I think, and we kind of got uh, woken up. Yeah, at one point I was following along on Twitter, and also Andy Flynn was sending, uh, sending me text. It was 2020, I think, in the third quarter, right? Yeah, they came right out at uh, halftime, and they returned a kick for uh, a touchdown, and it put us behind at that point. We uh, we responded. We had to change our offense up a little bit and uh, get out of the running team and start throwing the ball, but uh, it worked out. And like I said, a win's a win. It wasn't pretty, but we won. Yeah, you'll take it. Now, does that put you to 3-1 and one on the season? Uh, 4-0. 4-0, oh. okay. Sorry about that. I didn't want to give you a loss there. So you're off to a great start, and uh, who's next up on the schedule for the Orioles? Uh, we're going up to Mount Pleasant to uh, play Sacred Heart, who's also 4-0. They are a very good football team. It's going to be a great test to see, I guess, how good we really are. Yeah, is this their first year of eight-man ball? Yeah, they just got into it. Well, I know it's always been a very proud athletic program up there, so definitely uh, you'll be tested. Now, I know in tonight's game, uh, your, who was it, Nowak had uh, 7 of 10 passing, 205 yards, and uh, four touchdowns. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right, yeah. They they were stacking pretty much everybody into the uh, into the box to slow Hunter down, which, you know, they did a, they did a good job with. Like I said, we made our adjustments and started throwing the ball over the top out of those power sets. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out for us, and we caught some passes. Well, this is our first time talking this year. What uh, what are the the real strengths for a Morris Oriole football this year? Well, again, it, it, it's speed. We have a ton of speed on the edges. We have a ton of speed uh, from our pulling guards. Uh, experience is a big one for us this year. This is our third year with this group. They uh, took their lumps that sophomore year. They're uh, now all seniors, and they're, you know, been playing together forever. So that goes a long ways. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you what, off to a 4-0 start, uh, things are looking pretty good. Was that game tonight on the road or at uh, Morris? At Morris. Now, how's the field shaping up the field of dreams over there? Is it, is it uh, settling into a, a nice home field advantage for you? It is, you know, and everything's almost complete. They almost have the concession stand done, and uh, the, the track, the asphalt's been laid down. I mean, it is starting to look beautiful, just like, you know, most other football fields out there. You know, it, 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 the field of dreams has done a great job for us. Now, uh, more importantly, have you do you have a press box over there on the home side? Not yet. We're working on it. That's next year. All right. So if we come over to broadcast, we're doing it out of the back of a semi-truck again? We will put you up at the top, and we'll even cover you guys up with our uh, <laughs> our new cover. All right. Because right. we, we got a feeling we might be seeing some Morris Oriole uh, playoff action somewhere down the line this season. All right, that sounds good. All right, Kendall, uh, best of luck to you. Congratulations on the 4-0 start, and uh, we'll check in with you next week if we can make connections, all right? Okay, thank you. See you later. Kendall Crockett, okay. head coach of the Morris Orioles, exclusively here on Z92.5 and the Sports Forum. We'll uh, take a little break here, and then we'll see if we can make connections with our next coach, and we'll also, as always, fit your calls in at 989-729-1925. Z92.5 invites you to visit our historic places, explore our unique shops, and stop in our friendly businesses filled with smiling faces. It's time to celebrate summer in Owasso. Waz Culligan has the perfect solution for your family's water treatment needs. Now, with their special introductory offer, you can rent a Culligan's water system for just $9.95 a month. Call today for details, 989-725-5515. Say goodbye to bad taste and enjoy healthy, high-quality water today from Waz Culligan in Owasso. Call 989-725-5515 or visit culliganowasso.com. Introducing Moonbeam Bistro and Bar, Owasso's newest destination for stellar food and cosmic cocktails. Customers are already raving about Moonbeam's exceptional food and the casual, comfortable, clean, and friendly atmosphere. You'll feel the great vibe when you walk in the door. Stop by for lunch and dinner. Plus, it's always happy hour with $2 domestic beers and $3 well drinks every day. Moonbeam Bistro and Bar, 1011 Main Street in historic West Town. Check them out on Facebook today. Owasso Tractor Parts is your complete source for farm tractor repair, parts, and restoration. With their combined 60 years experience, they can tackle any size job from minor repairs to complete overhauls. At Owasso Tractor Parts, they have thousands of parts in stock so you can get the parts you need fast. Stop in their new location at 1003 South Washington Street or shop online at OwassoTractorParts.com. Call 989-729-6567. Accent Garage Door is a family-owned business serving Central Michigan with over 30 years of experience installing and repairing garage doors. They offer quality garage doors and services at competitive prices. Their trucks are fully stocked for fast, same-day service, including spring and garage door opener replacement and repair. Visit AccentGarageDoorMI.com or call for your free no-hassle quote, 989 989- 989-727-0055. That's 989-727-0055. Our unique shops, historic places, friendly businesses, and smiling faces are waiting for you to celebrate summer in Owasso. Woo! 
here's a pop quiz. What is functional and necessary, but can also be beautiful and decorative? The answer is glass. And no one knows more about glass than Rotary Glass of St. John's. When it comes to your home, your business, or your car, we've been your neighborhood glass shop since 1990 using products manufactured in the USA. Whether it's an upgrade or a repair, Rotary Glass can get you the best quality at the best prices around. We work with all insurance companies so you can get your windshield repaired for free or replaced with the lowest out-of-pocket expense. Improve the beauty of your home with new shower doors, kitchen cabinet glass, or tabletops with dozens of patterns to choose from. Get a custom mirror for your bathroom or maybe a floor-to-ceiling design in your living room, exercise room, or dance studio. Rotary Glass can help with your storefront or farm equipment glass needs, too. We want your glass work and will make sure you're satisfied. All of our glass products are made in the USA. Call 989-224-2900. That's 224-2900. Improve your view through the glass. Rotary Glass in St. John's on U.S. 27, just north of 21. Hello, Scott here with U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. The Polaris Factory Authorized Clearance is here. Come in now for rebates up to $2,000 and financing as low as 2.99% APR for 36 months on hardworking Rangers, legendary sportsman ATVs, and high-performance Razors. Hurry in today for the best selection at U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. Offers valid in U.S. through 93018 on select new 2015 through 2019 vehicles subject to credit approval. Offers vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet and never drink and ride. When you have a personal watercraft, ATV, sport side-by-side, or ranger, it's nice to know Michigan's most experienced, highest-rated customer service parts and accessories professionals are just minutes away. Save today while all Yamaha, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, and Husqvarna ATVs and off-road buggies are on sale. And for the best selection of helmets, big wheel kits, off-road and motorcycle riding gear, performance accessories, and discounted parts, call Chad, Alex, or Fred at 989-224-8874 or visit us27motorsports.com. This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Finding the best insurance coverage at the right price can be difficult. That's why it's important to put your trust in an agency that will work for you. Jacobs Insurance Agency has been family-owned and operated since 1977. Our expert staff provides professional and personalized commitment to each of our policyholders. Would you prefer to call and speak with a person right here in town? Or call an 800 number and speak with someone located who knows where? Whether it's car, home, or business, we work with respected companies such as Pioneer State Mutual, who also is located right here in mid-Michigan. Join the family at Jacobs Insurance and experience the commitment you deserve. To get a quote or learn more, visit our website at jacobsinsurance.com. Call us at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 next to Home Depot. You'll be glad you did. Agriculture is the driving force behind Michigan's economy. Every weekday morning starting at 5.40 a.m., tune in for Brownfield Ag News for America. You'll get morning national ag headlines, also Michigan agribusiness news, along with dairy updates, morning livestock reports, managing for profit, and healthy living. Brownfield Ag News for America programming is brought to you by Steiner Tractor Parts in Lennon and Z92.5 The Castle. Jeez, no intro at all. Oh, no. Coming in cold. I'm Ted, Man. the sports guy with Bart Matthews. And let's go back to our Jacobs Insurance Coaches Hotline. Talk with the Ithaca Yellow Jackets head coach, Terry Hesbrook. Hi, Terry. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey. Doing well. Doing well. Coming off another big W tonight. Give us a little uh, feel for what happened on the gridiron. Well, strange, strange game. Um... We had a doubleheader at Ithaca. 
JV game was played first, ran a little bit late. Um, we're warming up, and our lights go out. Oh, no. So there we we said, we said well, we decided we're going to go ahead and start. Um, so we started with no lights, and it was it was getting it was getting pretty dark on the field. <laughs> right. And and at some point, I can't remember early in the first quarter, the lights came back on. <laughs> so mm. that was good, and, and that seemed to wake us up also. <laughs> so um, we scored 42 points in the first half, led 42-0 half, and uh, we, we did some good things. Braden Shaw had a big game. He had uh, five carries for 181 yards. Yikes! And I think he had th- I think he had three, four touchdowns. So. So, a big game. Yeah, that's a big number. How about that uh, quarterback that's so near and dear? <laughs> well, he is, he is pretty near and dear, that's for sure. He was 7 of 14 for 190 yards tonight and um, a couple of touchdown passes. Wow, that's a that's a good game so, tonight. And now who's next up for the Yellow Jackets? Um, we go to Saginaw Nouvelle. Okay. And they were in a Division Eight state championship last year, and we got to go to their place. So. Well, that that could be a pretty interesting matchup, and I see that yeah. uh, you guys were moved. I don't, you probably don't pay that close attention, but I see you're moved into the rankings about uh, five or six, I believe, in uh, in the rankings. Oh, I, you know, I would be lying to you if I told you I don't look at them, but I try and tell the kids the only one that matters is the ranking at the end of the year. That's for sure. <laughs> right? That's but, for sure. But, you know, it's nice to know where you're at. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Well, I think it was another big win tonight. I know, Coach, you uh, also. Uh, you know, you follow college a little bit, and you maybe tune into the Lions. What did you think about the Detroit Lions debut? I, I was disappointed. There's no doubt. I was very disappointed in uh, in the product that was on the field, and I felt I really felt bad for for the head coach. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, you, you know, your debut, you want to go out and play well and and do all those things right, so that it looks like you're prepared. And none of those things happened. <laughs> so. So that that can be very frustrating from a coach's standpoint. Now, but, uh, I, I, I'm curious about this. When you're watching a game, are you watching it as a coach? I mean, are you are you thinking in your mind, hey, we that, should be doing this? I don't think this. the coaches can watch a game any other way. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you know I mean, I just don't think you can you can disconnect yourself and and just sit. My wife often yells at me and tells me, you know, you know, they can't hear you. <laughs> you, know, stuff, you know, so so no, I, I think that when coaches watch football, I think they find themselves, you know thinking the game the same, you know, trying to anyway. It's hard to just enjoy a game. Right. Well, fortunately for Matt Patricia, it is week one, but, uh, you know, you're a fan like we all are, and opening up the season at home, nationally televised on Monday night, boy, you certainly would have expected a better performance, especially starting off the game with a pick, a pick six, you know, and then things just went downhill. Matt Stafford, of course, had a terrible game. He hasn't had many terrible games in his career, but every aspect of that game, I thought, you know, special teams, offense, defense, nobody played well. I agree. I agree with you 100%. It's a good assessment. I know that when um, they came back after halftime and I was expecting them to maybe make, you know, to make some changes, and I'm sure they had to do a little bit of butt chewing, and then the very first play, the offensive line jumps off. Right. You know, offsides, and I thought, man, this is this has just got to be killing the coaching staff. Well, you it know, did. So. Well, we'll see what they can do, but we know the Yellow Jackets coming off a big win and uh, get a big matchup next week against Novell. We want to just say best yeah. of luck in that one and uh, stay healthy, and we'll check all in right. after the game, all right? Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. All right, Terry. Terry Hasbrook, okay, head coach of the Ithaca Yellow Jackets. It's nice to throw some other... Uh, thoughts out there right. on other games and see how coaches look at things and I guess I wouldn't have expected anything different than he's looking at it as a coach for right. sure.
<laughs> That's kind of hard not to. I mean, do you ever drive around listening to somebody on the radio and not think of it as as, as an announcer? Right. No, you know, I, I mean, it's, right. it's hard to do. It really well, it is. is. You mean listening to, to other play-by-play -play guys or other games or just uh, sports talk you radio? Know, whether it's talk radio, whether it's uh, just some guy jocking a song, whatever the case yeah. might be, you know, you always listen to it. From from your, your standpoint, from from being in this field, and you know, I'm sure coaches, which is, let's face it, a hundred times more cerebral than what we do in any of you these think? types of on-air roles. <laughs> I mean, you know that they're way into something like that. Right. Well, I definitely have some thoughts about the Lions that I want to get into. Uh, you know, we'll lay it out on the table. We're going to have our next segment. We got uh, a 30-minute open block. We may sneak a coach or two in there, but. Uh, Actually, what I want to do is let's get our let's get an open line call because we actually last week forgot to give away Main Street. We didn't pizza. give away pizza last so week, so we got two to give away tonight. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk some lions coming out of this break. First call that dials us up nine eight nine seven two nine one nine two five. That's eligible. And what are the eligibility requirements? Well, I think you got to make sure you're eighteen or older. Make sure you haven't won anything from us in the past thirty days. That's go, to, go to the phone, 729-1925. What, what do they have to do to do it? Oh, somebody's calling. Talk a little lion. So why don't we take the call before we go to break? You want to just take it? Uh, just take it a lot. Well, well George grabs it. it. We'll, we'll take it because we do have a long yeah. break coming up here. This well. caller's going to get uh, a free gift certificate for $20 off Main Street Pizza, one of our great corporate sponsors. That's $20 coupon. Stick around. We're going to talk to a winner. How about that? This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance. I'm calling unsportsmanlike conduct on outrageous auto insurance premiums. If you pay way too much for auto insurance, you need to call Jacobs Insurance. We recently added a new player to our team, Wolverine Mutual. Wolverine Mutual was recently voted the number one Michigan insurance company for competitive auto insurance premiums. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. Jacobs Insurance has been in business for 35 years. Wolverine Mutual has been in business for 95 years. So let our experience work for you and see how much we can save you on your auto insurance. Wolverine Mutual is tearing up the competition, so don't wait. Call Jacobs Insurance at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 by Home Depot. We also handle homes, motorcycles, boats, recreational vehicles, and business insurance. When you think of insurance, think Jacobs Insurance. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge topping, gooey cheese, and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. 
Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take and bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hello, Applebee Oil and Propane. Hello. Have you seen my turtle? Oh, no, son. This is Applebee Oil and Propane. How would I know where your turtle is? You always say you have something for everyone. Well, we do. We've got propane, fuel oil, and gasoline for all your agricultural, residential, and commercial needs. We even offer batteries and tires, too, but we don't have anything for turtles. So you don't have something for everyone. Well, I don't think a turtle counts as everyone. Don't you like turtles? Sure, we like turtles, but we don't have any propane gas for turtles. Maybe you should get your friends to help you hunt for your turtle. Mister, do you want me to go on a hunt for my turtle? I don't think you really like turtles. Since 1975, we've got something for everyone. Applebee Oil and Propane. In Ovid, call 800-882-0876. And in St. John's, call 800-200-3378. Serving Shiawassee, Clinton, Gratiot, and Saginaw Counties. You've got all kinds of jobs around your property, and you're like, man, a Kubota L-Series tractor would be so handy. Now you're thinking, there's no way you can afford a Kubota, right? Well, think again. A genuine Kubota is more affordable than you think at Alderman's in Lennon. Right now, a Kubota L-Series comes with a six-year warranty and 0% financing for up to 60 months. Now through December 31st, 2018, go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Alderman's in Lennon as the L-Series in stock and on sale. Check it out at www.alderman's.com. Hi, Brent Bry, the service guy here from Williams Heating and Cooling in beautiful downtown Elsie. Did you know your home heating and air conditioning system operates approximately 3,400 hours per year? If you drove your car that long at 65 miles per hour, you would travel 221,000 miles. You would never travel that far without maintaining your vehicle with things like oil changes and tune-ups so it runs efficiently, safely, and reliably. Your home heating air conditioning system serves you many more hours than your car, and it too needs routine maintenance. Let us take care of your heating and cooling needs. Clean your air ducts or install an efficient Fujitsu ductless mini-split. Fujitsu ductless systems cool in the summer and heat in the winter for year-round comfort and savings. At Williams Heating and Cooling, we have a variety of strong and dependable Amana furnaces to keep your family warm and comfortable this winter. Williams Heating and Cooling in Elsie, 989-862-5400. Call today and experience the creature comforts you and your family deserve from Williams Heating and Cooling in Amana. Welcome back to the Friday Night Sports Forum. I'm Ted Fatale with Bart Matthews. We're going to give back-to-back -back pizzas away, courtesy of Main Street Pizza. It's actually a $20 certificate. Um, and the first caller is on line six. Next caller at 989-729-1925 will also get themselves a pizza. But let's go to Big Daddy Cliff. Hi, Cliff. How you doing? We're doing all right. How you doing tonight? Oh, great. 
Well, first of all, congratulations. You're taking home a $20 gift certificate courtesy of Main Street Pizza. Now, when you go to Main Street, what do you like on your pie? Heck, yeah. No, what do I you love the castle also. Yeah, I know that. But what do you like on your pizza? Um... Are you a pepperoni guy? Pepperoni and mushrooms. There you go. That's a good, com go. good combination. Are you also, are you a Lions fan by chance? I've been a Lions forever and a day. So what I did went you say? I went four Lions games, two preseason, two Thanksgiving days. Every game I went to, they won. Wow. Well, why weren't you, you there Monday night? Monday, yeah. We needed you at the game Monday night, Cliff. I know. That was crazy. Because I have a couple words for Matthew Stafford. Okay. Run the freaking ball. You want him to run the ball or run the ball as an offense? Oh, his, his, offensive, his offensive line, you know, really didn't help him out. That's why I said he needs to learn to run the ball. Yeah. Well, he struggled for sure. I mean, he, he's the first one to admit he did not have a Matt Stafford kind of game. I felt sorry for him because uh, things were definitely not going right. I know the Jets reported that they knew what plays were coming. That doesn't seem quite fair. <laughs> but it I know, and, and that's the messed up thing. You know, there's a such thing as home field advantage, and I've been a Lions fan forever and a day. I've uh, threw family members out, anybody that ever talked bad about my team. And, uh, but they never get no home field advantage at home at all. Why do you think that is? Because of that curse of that uh, older football player Bobby Lane. years Bobby back in the day because they traded him. He's like, I hope you don't win a game for, what, 50 years or something? Yeah, the curse of Bobby Lane. Yeah. Well... It's been since 57, so they should be past that curse. But I can tell you right now from what I saw in week one, this isn't the Lions team that's going to make the Super Bowl unless, unless something absolutely drastically happens, which I don't see in the crystal ball. That's because Matthew Stafford needs to learn to run the ball. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. He's been. This is a question for all our Lions fans. Uh, the guy's been there 10 years now, right? He's closing in on yep. 30 years it old. Doesn't he's even not seem 30. right. He's he's gonna okay. He's, this, he's been there 10 years. 10 years, yeah. Yeah, weird. Now he's had a great career for the Lions. Let's face it. Oh, oh yeah, I believe that. But between you and I, I would love to see uh, Jay Rudock play because he's done pretty damn good from what I've seen. Well, here's a question I got for you guys, and we'll talk more about it. Would you uh, would you consider trading Matt Stafford at this point? A contending team or a team out there really would love to get Matt Stafford for you know he's got at least five six good years in him without a doubt. Would you consider trading him and do something like the Bears and the Raiders did and you know get a, two or three number one draft choices and really try to rebuild this franchise or do you ride it out? What do you think? Well, Mark? I guess it, it is stable about because my whole point about Matthew Stafford running, every time he ran, you know, he ran for like 10, 15, 20 yards before they touched him. Right. And, you know, somebody had to fall off the receivers to cover Matt Stafford. That leaves all the others like Gold Tate, Marvin Jones Jr., all of them open. Okay. Well, what about, so, the, what about the question we just asked you, though, Cliff? Would you consider trading him? Yeah, I, I would. I mean... He's known as a gunslinger, but he's got to learn to run that ball. 
Okay. All right. Hey, Cliff, great talking to you, and uh, enjoy, enjoy your, your pizza. pizza. Yeah. All right. It uh, opens up a line at 989-729-1925. Yeah, next that's a great question, by the way. I mean, yeah. is, is he trade bait, and what's the right price? Well, I think it is a pretty good question, too, because, you know, right now, at this stage of his career and where the Lions are at, it's a crapshoot, you know, when you think about yeah. it. Because you know you could really improve for the future, or are you thinking, will Matt Stafford and this bunch go to the Super Bowl in the next couple of years? That, that's a fair question. Let's see what Dave from Perry has to say about that. He's also a big Michigan fan. Hi, Dave. Trade him. Trade him. That didn't take you long. Well, what would you need to trade? First rounders minimum. How many? Say that one again. One more time. First round. One first rounder. Two first rounders minimum. Okay. Well, yeah, they don't. They, they never play well in San Francisco. I think the big key right now are they going to be within the line? I think six and a half, seven points. Frisco's uh, favorite. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's 20, 18, 20, 20 and uh, 49ers. Yeah, they almost always get blown out when they go out to San Francisco. And then they've got New England and Green Bay back-to-back -back weeks after that. Something's broken uh, schematically in the running game. There's no way that... And then not run the football. I mean, well, you're talking about schematically, but, I mean, how long does it take to come up with a solution to that? I mean, when's the last time they had any kind of running game? I mean, it's just like, always in the... The cutback lane. I mean, just there's something that right there. I, I, think the last, I think the last hundred yard rusher they had was what Reggie Bush, and oh. you know he he had flashes of potential when he made it to Detroit, but it just didn't work out. I mean, boy, we were so spoiled with Barry Sanders. It's unreal, you know. Yeah. And they still couldn't win a Super Bowl. They, I think that uh, was it the '91 team with Eric Kramer. That was the '72 Dolphins right there, man. It, that was a legitimate. That was a legitimate, with a break here and there, team that could have won the Super Bowl that year. Really could have. Yeah, um, maybe uh, maybe uh, New England wins one and uh, Tom Brady's on his way up. And they could... You never know. Well, I don't know if the Lions would be bold enough to trade Stafford, but if they could get two, maybe it would take two, two uh, number one draft choices in the next couple of years and maybe another number one down the road. Uh, I would seriously consider it, and, I'm, and believe me, I have been a huge Matt Stafford fan, but what, what, the way I look at it right now, especially looking at it so depressed after Monday night, that was such a crap performance from every aspect on that team. I saw no bright spots to look forward to. I saw, nope. I saw no reason, and you know me, Bart, every year we're always pretty optimistic. Oh, yeah. I have no optimism. One week into the season, and I don't think that's happened in a long, long time. No fire after any of the play, and even the big plays, you didn't see a whole lot of fire. Challenges were the game. Right, and I think we yeah. better see some fire and, and some fury from that head coach. Because to tell you the truth, I know it was his first game as a head coach. But watching him on the sideline, his whole demeanor, and I'm not even going to get into the physical aspect. I've heard, I've seen things on social media. We've talked about it on my podcast. Okay, I don't, I don't really care if he wears his hat backwards. I don't care if he's got a beard. I don't care if he's slovenly. 
he if you win that's okay with me but I don't think that's a reason to criticize him that he can't coach because he dresses like that some people think so and they're they're entitled to their opinion I think if he wins who cares exactly Bill I, want a guy, does it. I, I want a guy that's dressed just like uh, Tom Landry <laughs> hat coat tie all right I want a gentleman on the sideline. We haven't seen one of those in a while. I think what was, it, <laughs> no. was it Jack Jack Youngbug maybe was yeah. coaching with a tie for a while. Well, how about the Wolverines, Dave? Let's get on a more pleasant su subject from last week. We seem to forget it last week. I mean, we had a problem with football, but they did run some plays that we haven't seen in a few. I mean, they're, they already know they got the you know the cash the tight end or whatever. But throw the down the field. I mean that. Nico Collins gets open by every other play. Right. Okay, point you got you got to build a throw ball down the field. I mean, there's no all these five and hours, you know. But I just think uh, if we see a little bit more tomorrow, we can make everybody feel a little bit better. Yeah. Now it's a bit ugly. I mean, they're I think they're the worst passing and or offense and defensive team in the nation. Right, yeah, SMU, uh, I think they got beat by North Texas State, and that's enough to be said yeah. there, and they got beat pretty bad. Well, Dave, uh, we'll definitely be tuned in, and uh, as we always say, go blue, all right? Yeah, go blue, guys. You guys have a good night. See you, Dave, and enjoy Thank that you. pizza, Thanks. by the way. Thank you. This is WJSE Ashley, Owasso, C92.5 in Castle. Oh, we're getting like three callers in a row? Can you believe it? Well, I, this one doesn't really count, because I believe it's... The man, the myth, the electronic ankle tether, and the haircut. Oh, Sean from Vernon. I believe. Sean, is that you? Hey, Ted. Hey, Sean. <laughs> What's going on? How you doing? Going good, brother. Hey, um, is Matt Burns um, um got out in North South Carolina? Uh, actually, he he moved. I mean, he uh. He definitely got evacuated. I'm not sure what cities he's in. I think he's in Charlotte, but uh, they played it safe and they they went to higher ground a little bit further inland. Uh, he, where he lives is not on the coast, but he might be in the might be in the lowlands. I don't know if he's going to check in with us tonight or not because I know he was in the middle of moving his young family, and that's that's scary stuff. You know, people are saying, well, it's it, it got downgraded from a. Potential what? What do they what do they grade them as? Categories one. went down to a category one. Category one, okay. The wind isn't so bad, but the uh, the water and the flooding is just terrible. Yeah, the storm didn't move though. You know, right. I mean, it didn't brush over somebody at a category one. If it, if a category one's on top of you for a couple hours, then that kind of sucks. And dumping it. Five people died died in that hurricane. They didn't they didn't get the warning. Get the heck out of there. No. Well, in, in Puerto Rico, is that what you're talking about? No, in, in, North, in, in North Carolina and South Carolina. Yeah, I did see a tragic uh, case where uh, a family was in their home and a tree crashed down on the house. And, oh, man. Uh, they thought they were going to have to amputate the husband's leg or something, and they got him out of there, and I think he's okay, but I think I think it killed the mom, and there was a Jeez. baby in there, too. And, you know, the thing that bugs me the most when these hurricanes are coming in and you see these warriors on TV, oh, we're going to ride it out. Listen, people, I mean, this is it's not rocket science. When they say this is a mandatory evacuation, what a part, what a part of that do you not get? Right. It's for your own safety. Yeah, how many people are going to end up risking their lives to and, try and, and everything else them. to try and save you? Yeah, yeah that's the How many part. resources do we have to devote to this guy that 
knew about it for three days. I know. We're fortunate hey, here. Hey, hey Mary, um, Bernie called, called in. See how um, how he's doing, okay? We will yeah, do we will. that. I yeah. hope that, hopefully he can get a chance to call in, but I got a feeling he's not going to tonight. But check in with uh, Three Point Podcast this week, Sean, because we'll definitely talk about his hurricane experience without a doubt. That'll, I'm sure, drop on Wednesday. You can follow Three Point Podcast on uh, Apple iTunes. You can find it on SoundCloud or uh, TuneIn Radio. Hey, I got a couple more questions. Um, Bart, who's going to win the big fight tomorrow? Can that Elred or Gigi? Uh, you know, I got to go with, how do you say his last name, Golovkin or whatever it is? Yeah, Golovkin. Yeah, I got to go with him. I got to go with him. That's going to be a hell of a fight, huh? Yeah, are you going to order it? No. I am not. Yeah. I, I can't think of the last time I ordered a boxing pay-per-view or a wrestling pay-per-view or an MMA pay-per-view. It's been a long time since I was really uh, super hardcore into that scene. But uh, Golovkin or whatever his name is, he, he impresses me. The last one I went to, I didn't order it, but a, a friend ordered it was... Um was it McGregor? Oh, against Mayweather? Mayweather. That was that was entertaining. It yeah. was really pretty good. I thought McGregor, you know, I wasn't expecting much, but he came out and, and made a pretty good effort. He did all right. Yeah. He did all right. And my next question, Ted, is um, Serena Williams, sexism, isn't... Man, I, you know, you bring up, like, some of the coolest topics, Sean. I got I to gotta tell you that. You're talking about the... Uh, do you think that uh, it was sexist what happened to Serena? Is that what you're trying to ask, Ted? Yeah, being up sexism and all that crap, maybe. that's not way to do it. I'll give you my opinion. In, you know, in one word, no, I don't think it was. I mean, was she upset? Was Could the judge have handled it a little better? Yeah, I think in the U.S. Open, he probably maybe should have gave her one more warning, like, listen, if you don't calm down right now, you know we're gonna we're gonna penalize you and take That's a game. It's pretty tough to to take a game away from it somebody is. though, and, and you know you look at some of the uh, the things that some some of the fellows have said to him. I, I kind of have sexism, a, do you? I just I kind of have a problem with it because uh, the men are way worse towards the ups, way worse towards these chair umpires, and you don't see high-profile matches where they're losing points, let alone losing games like that. Well, I'd have to watch a lot more tennis to really make an educated comment on that. I mean, I remember, obviously, the days of McEnroe and Connors and Nastasi. That was a whole different level. But you, what you're saying, Bart, is that the men on tour, Rafi and these other top contenders, really ream on the, on the judges and the referees? Oh, yeah. You want to take a look at... Uh, just, just Google some of the things that... Uh, some of the fellas have said just to this particular ump, this Ramos guy. Okay. And, you know, it's, it, to me, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if they were coaching. I mean, I guess her coach kind of said, well, I was sort of coached. I gave her a hand signal, for God's sake. Well, Who the hell cares? Well, you, by the way, that is like the stupidest rule I have ever heard. You got a tennis coach. He's sitting in the stands. Why can't he coach them? Right. Why do they even have that stupid rule? Right. That's about the most asinine thing I've I mean, ever heard. It's not heard like of. he's coming down to the sidelines, you know, between uh, between sets or something, and telling her to do this, this, and this. He, he went. And she got fined thirteen grand. Yeah. Well, she got a little, uh, little loud. But yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a that's a drop in the bucket for her. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. But 
I, oh, I just way, did you guys go and get the dram score? We did not. Did you have it? Yeah, last time I um, when I left the dram. Uh, well, we don't want what it was nothing. when you left. What was it again? Thirty-five nothing. New dram. Duran was ahead. Yeah, because I tweeted you, Chad. Break up the railroaders, man. They're turning into something, aren't they? Yeah, they are. We got them next uh, Friday night, you know, at Chesonee. Yeah, they, they look pretty good, Dad. Um, well, I know I know that they're much improved, so we're looking forward to doing the railroaders next week. Thanks for that heads up, Sean. We appreciate the call as always. And, hey, did Krona uh, won? No, Krona got beat. Who, who they lost to? Tell you what we'll do. They've lost to Lake Fenton. As soon as we hang out, oh. just keep listening, and we're going to update you on the scores we have, all right? All right. Thank you, Chuck. See you have a nice weekend. You Take too. Care. Good call, Sean. That's about as good as it gets from Sean He right brings there. up some good topics once there in a while. I mean, but I you really think it's sexism, huh? I don't know if it's sexism. I mean, is it double standard sexism? It is, ain't it? Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so you're yeah. saying he treats the men different than oh, he yeah. treats Verna Yeah, men Serena. get away with a lot more than she did that day. Yeah, but still, whatever she said, her stuff she was saying was just stupid. She was getting beat, and she didn't like it, which I understand that. You know, the judge, you know, he made a couple calls, and then when she smashed her racket... Yeah. She was out of control after that, and then going through, oh, I've never cheated. I'm a mother. That was she a did, bit I'm much. not saying that, uh, I'm not standing up for her and saying, oh, man, what she did was classy. All right. <coughs> but at the same time, you I, know, I, 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 what you're saying. there is a double standard there, I think. And then, you know, that, uh, that unbelievably racist cartoon from Australia, that was just god awful they reprinted it a second time yeah, too yeah. Uh, that, that's that's a whole different different thing so in your opinion if there was some sexism or whatever you want to call it should the women's side should they use women judges i think it would would, would help wouldn't it i would think so would too think why so. don't they i mean you know i mean you look at this field and do women are they are they getting prize money comparable to men yet well, I don't know if they are or not. Well, I you, mean, I know that there's been a lot of talk about uh, equity and pay equality for, for that. I think equal pay for equal work is is something that needs to be done, but they don't work equal. They well, don't, yeah, play, they don't, as they don't play as many sets. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. That's the difference. That, that's a big difference. It, you're, it is a big difference, but I would say that uh, it doesn't really, you know, maybe they should have women play more. I mean, women have more stamina than men supposedly anyways. I mean, why not let them play three sets and, you know, well, three out of five versus two out of three? Why not do that? That's all I'm saying, Bart. I think if they did that, I'm 100% on the on that argument. I mean, that Serena and the, whoever her opponent was, I can't remember her name, from Japan. Osaka. That was a, that was a hell of a match. Here's, the, here's why women can't do that, though. Okay. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Because if women were to do three out of five... The matches would last forever. Okay. Because women, you're actually going to see rallies when women play. Or you're not going to see men do that. Right. Men, it's two, three strokes, and then a point. Right. Imagine if you're getting these long rallies, and you actually went three out of five sets. True. I, and I think the women's game's better. You know, it's not like, oh man, I just want to go look at uh, Sharapova. You know what I mean? Well, they, put, they they play a better game of let's tennis. Let's put it on the table right now. Then let's say there's a. 
Three million dollar prize for the men on whatever tournament they're at. Uh huh. Do you pay the women three million dollars the same way, even I though would. they play shorter games? Yeah, so what? Okay, I so just wanted to see where you're at on that. I don't think so. I think you ought to prorate it. It should be equal to the <laughs> amount of games. Okay. I mean, if if if, if they're playing, what is it? Two thirds. Uh huh. They get two thirds the, the so pie. Should, should should like a soccer player get paid more than a football player because they play a ninety minute match versus sixty? No, because the soccer, I think I think women soccer players should be, women professional soccer players should get paid the same as men. They play well, the same time. Well, well, they should in the United States because I think they're a bigger draw. Okay, well, well, okay, but, but I, you, you don't go to England and tell me that. Uh, no, that's true. You that's know. true. But I I just think that women's tennis is 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 a better watch. I think the matches are more interesting. I think that uh, Serena and some of these other ladies are bigger draws than, oh boy, Rafael Nadal. You know, he's he, he's wearing his culottes again or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, who cares? So you don't think he's a draw, huh? Oh, I know he's a draw, but, you know, it's uh, just, okay. I don't think he's as big of a draw as Serena Williams. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you there. I, you know, I, you, you could maybe sway me a little bit that way, but I still think, you know, they got to play the same amount. Yeah. That's all. That's my opinion. They all got to wear culottes. <laughs> I got my culottes. Huh? Gauchos. Whatever the heck they're called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Friday Night Sports Forum here. I'm Ted. He's Bart. You got any opinions on Serena Williams? You got any opinions on the Detroit Lions? I got a big opinion on the Lions. All right. Well, why don't we go to this break, and then if we uh, don't have any callers coming out of this break, but we'll take them, 989-729-1925. We'll tell you what we think about the Lions. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm -mm. Yep, pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and Loaded with toppings, baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Hi, I'm Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Our business is like football. You must have a good team to be competitive. Our team just added a new player, Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you are paying a lot for auto insurance, and who isn't, give my office a call or stop in and get a comparative quote. You might be surprised with how much you can save on your auto insurance at Jacobs Insurance. 
We're located on M21 by Home Depot. Our phone number is 725-7117 or visit us on the web at www.jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Run-ins with deer happen now more than any other time of the year. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. KP Auto Body can handle foreign and domestic models and works with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, KP Auto Body gives you a free loaner with service, so you can still get to work and keep all your appointments. They'll make sure you have a car to get you where you need to go. Need a tow? KP Auto Body works with Hetler's Towing, so you don't get stranded. Accidents, lockouts, jump starts, no gas. Get fast and dependable 24-hour service with Hetler's Towing. Medium and light, flatbed trucks, flat tires, Hetler's Towing can help. Call 989-224-7066. That's 224-7066. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing. 4129 South US 27 in St. John's. Working together to better serve you in deer season and beyond. We're here with Richard and Carolyn of Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. What makes Farrell's unique? We're a family-owned and operated business for almost 20 years now, and we service both home and businesses, and we take pride in caring for our customers. Our guys work really hard for you. What kind of services do you offer? We offer tree trimming and removal, storm damage, hazardous trees, stump grinding. We can completely restore grass seed and black dirt and make it look good. Extreme Michigan weather, how can you help us with that? We're not only looking for the tree that you call us for. We're looking for other potential hazards or some maintenance that a tree could get and it won't run into a damage situation down the road. Because a weaker tree is going to be more likely to come down in a storm, right? That's right. Let's say we do have toppled trees, broken trees. You can come help us. Yes, we can. We're very experienced at that type of work. How do you get on someone's property without actually damaging their yard with your equipment? We carry our road right in the back of our truck. We get to the job site and we got some mats that we lay down and when we lay the mats on, we drive right on them. And that makes sure that nobody's yard is going to get torn up with the trucks. That's right. <laughs> Tell us how you use latest in technology for tree health. We have injection systems that we can inject the trees as if they're getting challenged by pests or diseases like that. And then we also offer deep root fertilizing. And you have three certified arborists on staff. Does that mean extensive training in trees? Yes, there's been many hours that we all put in to accomplish that. If a homeowner's having tree problems, why would they want you there early in the year? Well, lots of times, like if we're talking about pests or diseases in the trees, is that they only happen most of the time in a certain part of the year. Prevent is easier than try to take care of it after it's already there. What areas do you service, Richard? St. John's area, Clinton County, Shiawassee, Gratiot County. And you still offer firewood year-round, don't you? Yes, we do. What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? 989-862-4453 or ferrellstree.com. Experienced, equipped, insured. Online at ferrellstree.com. A consumer had contacted her health insurance company to discuss adding her unborn child to her health plan. She was provided incorrect information by her health insurance company and was faced with having to pay two separate deductibles. The Department of Insurance and Financial Services reviewed her complaint and the insurance company reversed their decision, saving her about $6,000. DIFS is here to help for free. For more information, call 877-999-6442. Sponsored by DIFS and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters. Welcome back to the program. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews. George is here producing, answering the phones. 
If you want to give us a call, maybe talk a little Lions, I think now's a good time because as soon as we do the scores here, we're going to get into the Honolulu Blue and Silver. What do we got? Final time here on all the scores we have, Bartman. Man, I need some tunes for this, but I'm, not, I'm going to do it a cappella. Uh, Ovid Elsie, big winner over Chesedink tonight, 54-7. to It was New Lothrop, 51. Montrose, 12. Fowler and Langsburg. This was probably the game of the night right here. Uh, Fowler tops the uh, the Wolfpack, 25-21. to We got DeWitt, 49. Holt, 7. That used to be highly competitive. Lansing Sexton, uh, just... Opening up a fresh can on Eaton Rapids, 50 to nothing. St. John's and Williamson, another uh, fairly close game, 34 to 20. Uh, the Red Wings are a winner tonight. Pawama, Westphalia, and Fulton, well, not so much. 57 to nothing. Uh, PW in the uh, basically just the Pirate Bowl right there. Lake Fenton topping Corona. Lake Fenton Marina for fun, 42 to six. Swartz Creek. Pretty almost the exact same score over Owasso. Our two hometown teams not doing too well tonight. 42-7, to the Dragons. Wow. Sports Creek, what would you say? They're 4-0? I think they're 4-0. Man. Mount Pleasant, a big winner over Bay City Central up in the uh, Saginaw Valley Conference, 46-7. to uh, Alma beating Standish Sterling. That's a hell of a tri long trip, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 33-7, Hazlitt, and that weird conference that they're in. you got to drive all over, like, the middle of the mitten where the... It's all spread out. All spread out between the coasts. Hazlitt tops Fowlerville, 41-13. Frankenmuth shuts out Birch Run, 28 to nothing. Saranac over Bath, 39-7. Uh, Lake Odessa Lakewood beating the Perry Ramblers, 40-26. to Morris over Lawrence, 44-20. to and Ithaca shutting out the pin-cutting cheese, man. 42-6. All right, Bart. We got about uh, 10 minutes to the next break. I 10 think, minutes till the next I break. I think we can kill easily our thoughts on Detroit Lion football, huh? Well, first off. Why don't you start? Go ahead. I don't know how sold you are on Matt Patricia. Um, Keep going. Here's, here's, I'll tell you exactly how here, I Here's the thing about Matt Patricia, okay? Uh, Matt Patricia, well, when I look back at New England, they've obviously been great teams. Obviously, Bill Belichick, a great coach. Obviously, a great program. Tom Brady, maybe the GOAT, you know? Just a hell of a team. But I don't ever recall New England having just like this fearsome defense like, uh, like the Baltimore Ravens when they won the Super Bowl or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or, you know, the 85 Bears or any of those teams. I don't remember them ever being anywhere close to being dominant. And I, I think that people kind of look at uh, Matt Patricia and they say, well, he comes from a great team. He comes from a great coach. And then I start thinking, well, how great is this coach? When you look at his family tree, take a look at that family tree. I mean, who's ever done a damn thing outside of Nick Saban? Uh, Nick Saban, I I'll give you all that, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people in Miami that would disagree with me. Well, first of all, I 100% agree with you, which I, I didn't know you were going to get to that point about the Belichick coaching tree. Charlie no Weiss? One, no one has done well. Charlie Weiss? Right. Romeo, Romeo Cornell? Eric Mangenius? Exactly. Yeah. You know, so they're going to basically take, and here's the sad, sad fact of, of my argument. The winningest Detroit Lions coach of the Super Bowl era, the winningest... Jim Caldwell. And they kick him to the curb yeah. for this guy 
because of this family tree. Right. He's the next Romeo Cornell. He's the next Charlie Weiss. He's the next Eric Mangina. <laughs> I, I'm just completely over it. I mean, how long does it take to lose a locker room? Because it looks like that already happened. Boy, Bart, you're, you're, uh, you're right on, brother. I mean, we've talked about my side gig, Three Point Podcast, right? We talked exactly that topic. I was probably the most adamant of the three of us about Matt Patricia. From what I watched out there Monday night, from what I watched in preseason, but I, I, you know, I'm not watching it as a coach, but I, I'll tell you what, I damn well know my football. I, I don't care if anybody wants to debate me on that. I've watched enough of it. I played it. I know football. If there's one thing I know, it's football. I watched him on the sideline. Didn't seem to have a clue what was going on. I mean, and I even brought this up, which I don't know will ever happen. Has a first-year coach ever been fired in midseason? Has it ever happened? Do they do they give him the whole run? I think yeah. the only thing that saves him is Quinn. Quinn is his New England guy. Quinn right. brought him in. Yeah. Quinn inherited Caldwell, so he had to bring his own hey, guy in. They always want their own guy. Right. So Quinn ought to be maybe on the hot seat himself. I mean, that team right now, let me hope that I am dead wrong, but that's a team that is in complete disorientation, if that's the right word. Yeah. I mean, they're not playing well on all aspects. You brought up the fact, we hear reports that he's lost the team in training Already. camp. Already. Okay. How do you do that? Now you're well, some you're of that, not Bill Belichick, and, and Bill Belichick kind of came in there and gradually became this kind of guy, and Bill Belichick is able to take these people piecemeal and, and turn them into a, a winning team and into a dynasty. Right. Well, I, I, yeah. I guess the only thing I can give Patricia a break on a little bit is, and, and throw this also back at the players, listen, you got the new guy coming in. He's going to run things different. If he's a little too hard on you, well, why? So what? Right. you got to adjust to it. This is professional sports. You're out there, you know, making millions of dollars, and your coach wants to run you. Well, you know what? Don't do something wrong that's making him run you. That's it's that simple. Right. You know, be men. You know, if they want to have this attitude, oh my God, he's so tough on us, we're not going to perform with him. Well, you know what? Then you you get shown the door too. Right. You know. But I I'll tell you what, the whole uh, Belichick coaching tree thing, uh, it never really had panned out before. What do we what do we see now that's going to show it's going to work with Patricia? He's not exactly Bill Walsh, is he? Uh, no, no. He's not exactly. You know, you look at Bill Walsh, Belichick never had anybody that was able to develop his own guys underneath him. You know, like a guy like Mike Holmgren, who was, right. you know, had his own successful coaches under that tree. Belichick's never gotten to that level. There's never been anybody underneath him that had anybody of consequence under them. Yeah, you know, we were talking about it also on the pod. The, the youngest member, Jared, uh, he said, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this year for the Lions because I enjoy watching a train wreck, and that is a train wreck out there. I'm going to tune in every week to see how crappy they are. He might not be that far off. Yeah, there's, you know, I mean, you're a Lions fan. You're going to get some kind of perverse pleasure off of anything. I mean, I'll you know? watch every game like I always yeah. do. But at least the Lions at one time, uh, basically last year, uh, 
They were a fun team to watch, and they've been a fun team to watch in the entire Stafford era. And they were like one break away from getting 10 wins and making the playoffs. Yeah. But they, didn't they lose a heartbreaker to like Cincinnati, a game they should have won? Yeah. And it seems like there was one or two other games that came right down to it that Sounds they like very Lions well could have won. That is Lions Finding football. a different way to break your heart, but, but to do what they did on opening night that way, yeah. that wasn't heartbreaking. That was just like... Anger. That's a debacle is what it was for sure. Terrible, terrible performance. And, and by the way, I have been watching the Browns. You know, the Browns <laughs> opened up with not a loss at least, but that was uh, that was a tough tie to take. They really should have beat the Steelers the way it all came That's down. That's kind of awesome, though. I, I, somebody wrote this that uh, ending a losing streak by not winning is the most Cleveland Browns thing ever. <laughs> it makes sense, you know. And it's funny, you know. Yeah, I don't know how often you've watched the Hard Knocks program on HBO, if you've, if you've seen it at all. I used to watch it back in the day. This last, I haven't watched this, this season. This last season was on the Browns, you know, and I bought into the whole thing. I mean, I watched every episode, and, and I've kind of adopted that team as my new team. I mean, I was actually, this is going to surprise you, they're playing my Steelers, right? Uh -huh. I was rooting against the Steelers. Wow. I wanted the Browns to win that game. You know, I like some of the personalities. I do like their coach. You know, he had to suffer through an 0-16 season, but watching the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on in, in Hard Knocks and how he operates and how he runs that team, I got a lot of respect for that guy, Hugh Jackson. I mean, I thought he, I, you know, I hope they win a few games this year. I'm just never, ever going to cheer for any team out of the state of Ohio. Oh, never gonna it's happen. that bad. Never Holy gonna cow. Never going to happen. Well... I, I kind of, I'm pulling for the Browns. I think we got a call coming in. I think what we'll try to do is sneak this in before we go to our break. Yeah, let's do that. Waiting for it to be processed out there. We'll see if we can get this caller on the line. Oh, there we go. All right, we got the new Lothrop head coach. Hi, Clint, Clint Galvis from New, new Lothrop. Hi, coach. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hey. Well, we're doing great. Good to talk to you Good. for the first time this year. Yeah. We've kind of had some late starts and been tough to get a hold of some of the coaches. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, no glad you tuned in or glad you checked in with us. Uh, big win tonight. It got the team rolling again, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a nice uh, nice team win against, uh, against you know, Montrose, obviously, who's um, always top, well coached. And obviously, uh, being a... Uh, Alma mater, it's it's a big game for me personally, and um, so yeah, it was nice nice to get the win for sure. Throw us out a few of the highlights of the game tonight. Um, uh, our quarterback uh, Avery Moore had another big night. Uh, kids just uh, he, he's a big time player. Um, he uh, he threw for three touchdowns, uh, ran in another one. You know, threw for about 150, ran for about 150. Um, just you know. He, he's a he's a he's a great kid. Uh, does an awesome job and kind of definitely you know leads leads our offense and uh, you know he had a big night. He's been having a great year. He had a great year last year as a sophomore. Returned obviously as a junior and um, you know he's having a tremendous year. I was going to ask you since this is our first time, uh, how do you like the feel of this new MMAC? I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's it, it just creates all, a great atmosphere for uh, for you know for our kids. You know we. We get to play Montrose and uh, the Chesneens and all these neighboring schools around us, and these are the games that uh, these communities want to see. And so it just it fills the stands, and um, you know it, it's the kids. You know, obviously uh, the families all kind of know each other uh, with the neighboring communities. So it just creates these really nice rivalries. 
um, and it's been it's been great so far. You know, I'm a big fan of it as well. You know. Uh, it just has all these great natural rivalries. And we've talked about it before many times about the CMAC, you know, the Central Michigan Athletic yep. Conference. All those yep. Class C and D schools, very evenly matched, very competitive. And I see this MMAC becoming that or even better because you're all Class CB schools, you know. It's, right. it, it's going to yep. be fun yeah. to watch. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, like, just like you said, I mean, these, and, and these are the teams that you know are you know I know in our community and, and I'm sure they want to as well. They they all want to see us play these games. You know they want to um, you know they want to see those matchups in past years and uh, so now they get that opportunity and um, you know uh, next week we got a, we got a big one with Ovid Elsie who's just rolling through people. So um, you know and, and they're the they're probably the bigger school of of our new league. Um, you know so. It's it's going to be nice to kind of see where we stand against you know against a team like that who um, you know obviously a little bigger but uh, you know it, it'll be it'll be great I mean we're getting these these big tests for us so it's a big deal it's nice yeah it should be a good matchup I know we talked with the head coach Travis Long he's looking forward mm -hmm. to playing over there you know up for the challenge it's going to be a good game yeah. I think and uh, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I can tell you're excited about the Hornets this year I, I, I can't help but look at, at the, the rankings I know you can only look one game ahead but I see you and uh, Puama Westphalia right there one and two atop the rankings yeah yeah and you know I'm telling you I, I, I truly believe Division 7 is one of the toughest divisions it, you know, as a whole, and and all of them. I mean, as far as just as many teams as there is, it's there's so many good teams this year, and uh, you know, I, I think we're right there in it as well with everyone else. But um, you know, at the at the end of the day, we'll see how it falls. I mean, last year I, I think we were right there. You know, I mean, in the top, you know, two three teams, and uh, but you know how the districts play out. You never know. We met Puamo early, and right. Um, you know, it's it's and obviously they went on after that, but. Um, you know, I think I think we're I think we're in the mix again. But you know, I think there's there's five six teams that are just that any of them have a chance. You know, and and uh, I, I feel we're one of those. But um, at the same time, you know, it's it's any given day. You never know. So uh, you know, hopefully we can stay healthy, keep things rolling. Obviously, a big one next week against Obed Elsie, but. Uh, we're super excited about the about the matchup. You know, well, and, it, it should uh, be a, a team like that. So. Yeah, it should be a good matchup. I know uh, the Ovid Elsie fans travel real well. They're excited about their yeah. team, so it's going to be a great atmosphere yeah. over there at Hornet Field. Yeah. It will be. It will be. This league, we're really excited about it for opportunities like this and and to create atmospheres. For, you know, like we're going to have on Friday night in the Walter up here, and, uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're super excited about it. All right, Clint, we appreciate you taking the time out, talking a little Hornet football, and uh, we'll touch bases with you again down the road, okay? Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Have a good night. S see you later. Clint Galvis, the head coach of the new, new Lothrop Hornets, right here on Z92.5. We'll be back to uh, talk with Ryan Wise of the Argus Press right after this. Z92.5 invites you to visit our historic places, explore our unique shops, and stop in our friendly businesses filled with smiling faces. It's time to celebrate summer in Owasso. The Meadows is Owasso's premier assisted living, memory care, and respite community. At the Meadows, residents enjoy independence, all-day dining, free transportation, and services are tailored to your special needs 24 hours a day. Call Missy Bell for a free tour at 517-803-5080. That's 517-803-5080. Or visit online at meadowsofthewasso.com today. 
Now's the time to get great deals on SAS shoes at Norm Henry Shoes in downtown Owasso. Get $15 off one pair and $40 off two pair of American-made SAS men's and women's shoes. Stop in today and check out the newest SAS styles for fall and the unbelievable savings. That's $15 off one pair and an amazing $40 off two pair of comfortable made-in-American SAS shoes at Norm Henry Shoes in downtown Owasso. Hi there, it's Kendra Nichols from Elite Early Learning Center, where every day is a new adventure. Elite Early Learning Center is on the corner of 912 South Washington Street, is open year-round, and welcomes all children ages 4 weeks through 12 years old, Monday through Friday from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Be sure and ask about free preschool and opportunities. Call Elite Early Learning Center today at 989-720-KIDS. That's 720-5437. Owasso Floral and Gifts invites you to their one 100 years plus and thriving celebration on Thursday, September 20th. The celebration kicks off at 4 and the official ceremony is at 6 p.m. There'll be prizes, surprises, and lots more. They have brand new fall apparel in the boutique, new candles and melts, jewelry, an expanded line of Naked Beast skincare products, and more. Check them out on Facebook, Owasso Floral Gifts. 211 North Washington in Owasso. Our unique shops, historic places, friendly businesses, and smiling faces are waiting for you to celebrate summer in Owasso. Hello, Scott here with US 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. The Polaris Factory Authorized Clearance is here. Come in now for rebates up to $2,000 and financing as low as 2.99% APR for 36 months on hardworking Rangers, legendary sportsman ATVs, and high-performance Razors. Hurry in today for the best selection at US 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. Offers valid in US through 93018 and select new 2015 through 2019 vehicles subject to credit approval. Offers vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet and never drink and ride. When you want professional customer service and the best deals in Michigan, U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's is the place to go. The largest selection of every kind of trailer is just minutes away at U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers. Got a race car? Need a trailer? U.S. 27 has a trailer for you. From farm use to hauling toys, get expert advice and incredible savings at U.S. 27 Motorsports in St. John's. 989-224-8874 or visit us27motorsports.com. We asked players that don't golf the Emerald to describe your game in one word. Sad. Depressing. Frustrating. Painful. Ugly. Help! Then we asked people that do golf the Emerald the same question. Fun. Eventful. Enjoyable. Perfect. Memorable. Social. The course you choose can make a huge difference in the quality of your day on the lakes. The Emerald combines one of the most beautiful courses around with the latest technology and amazing food to create an experience like none other. Make golf and food social in 2018. Upgrade your game on one of the only courses around that offers the I-3 experience. With the Emerald's high-tech carts, you'll get GPS and interactive applications. Enjoy the latest in player assist apps like real-time yardage with distance as a pin and hazards. 3D virtual hole layout, electronic scorecard and scorekeeping, food and beverage menu with live ordering anywhere on the course, and so much more. The Emerald's Restaurant is open daily from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. And make sure to come out for the monthly Primary Friday, now accepting leagues and outings for the season. To book your event, call 989-224-6287. Visit EmeraldGolfCourse.com and like the Emerald on Facebook to check out online specials. 
Located on US 127 and Maple Rapids Road, just a short drive north of St. John's. Hi, this is Katie Eckleton, Director of Golf at the Emerald Golf Course. The Emerald is closer than you think. We're just a chip shot away and open to the public. Make golf and food social in 2018 and be a part of the I3 experience at the Emerald Golf Course. Excellence Masters. Tony Young here from Young Chevrolet Cadillac in Owasso with great news. It's time to move out the 2018 leftover models and make room for the new ones. Listen to this. 2000 minimum trade down, drive a new Chevy Malibu starting at $114 a month. Or how about a Silverado four-wheel drive double door as low as $175 a month. And we've even got a great payment on new Cadillacs. Right now, the Cadillac XT5, you can drive as low as $344 a month. We want to make you a deal on the leftover 2018s. We've got a great selection. Come out and see them. And if you're in the market for a 2019, I've got 2019 Chevy Equinoxes that you can drive starting at just $149 a month. That's right, $149 a month for a 2019 model. Only happens at Young's in Owasso. GMS 24-month, 10,000 miles per year lease to qualified buyers. With $2,000 down plus tax, state, and document fees and using GM lease loyalty. Visit us online at youngautosales.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Hey, good stuff there. Ted, the sports guy with Bart Matthews here on Friday nights, the sports forum. and uh, we're Oh, adult contemporary makes the best bumpers. You can't too. beat it. <laughs> Well, uh, we're running down the stretch right now, but uh, let's check in with Ryan Wise, the uh, sports editor of the Argus Press. Hello, Ryan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey. Doing great. Sorry we missed you last week. We had kind of a crazy thing going on here, but uh, I'm glad you had a chance to join us. First of all, let's start with uh, what's, uh, what's happening in your world under the Friday Night Lights. Oh, well, you saw Jerome down there at uh, Oudelce, roaming the sidelines, so we were out there tonight. Yep. Um, and also, uh, Tim was out at Morris, so I ended up seeing what ended up being a good game. Um, you yeah. know, I think Lawrence had only scored like 12 points or something coming into this game. Um, and, you know, they give Morris, who's really a state title contender, uh, a run for their money. So uh, kind of surprising, uh, but uh, the Orioles uh, ended up pulling it out. Yeah, they might have overlooked them just a little bit. Uh, we talked to Kendall Crockett a little while ago, but uh, he got them straightened out. I know it was 2020 at one time, but they uh, they ended up pulling away a little bit after that. So some good teams in our area. Another team that's a bit of a surprise, uh, the Duran Railroaders. Uh, yeah, Brock Hollick uh, had 277 rushing yards, four touchdowns tonight. Wow. Um, he's, you know, if you look you know, back through their games that they've had so far this year, he's really been kind of a catalyst. You know, if he's had a good game, they've done really, really well. Um, and I think you've got to give a lot of credit to their new coach. Um, you know, this is a team that was coming off a 0-9 year, had a really rough year last year in the GAC, right, going up against all those bigger schools. Um, you know, now they're in the MMAC. They're going up against teams that are a little more, you know, their size. Uh, and they've been very successful. So uh, good for Durand. It's nice to see them doing well again. Yeah, a very good league, this MMAC. I like it a lot. And it, it definitely develops. Well, they don't even have to develop. It has good rivalries built right into it, you know. With Chesedine, Ovidelsi, Durand, New Lothrop, the list goes on and on. I mean, even New Lothrop and Montrose tonight, that's a great rivalry. Uh, that's what you like to see, especially in this area. You know, and I, uh, yeah, you know, and a lot of these schools are, you know, right next to each other. You know, New Lothrop Chesting are, you know, separated by a few miles. New Lothrop Montrose right. separated by a few miles. So, uh, like you said, a lot of these teams, you know, have history with each other from, you know, the MMB and, you know, various other leagues, uh, the TBCs. 
uh, you know, thrown in there as well. Uh, so it's nice to see some of these uh, schools get back together. Talking with Ryan Wise of the Argus Press, and as we always like to do, we like to just mix it up a little bit from the Friday Night Lights to some of the other things going on. Bart and I had a pretty good heated debate about the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, some of your thoughts about their opening game and where they stand right now under Matt Patricia? Uh, well, you know, if you look back to the preseason, uh, they had a lot of problems in the preseason, and everybody was, you know, saying, oh, it's just the preseason, let's just wait until the regular season starts. Well, the regular season started, and they still got a lot of the same problems that they had in the preseason. So maybe the preseason, you know, this year actually was a good indicator of what we're going to get. Um, you know, the defense, not very good so far. Uh, you know, had problems, you know, getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, gave up a, a couple of big special teams play. Matthew Stafford didn't look very good at all. He looked... You, know, you look at that game, you know, Sam Darnold, you know, is the rookie coming into that game. Uh, and you look at Matt Stafford, and, you know, you would have thought he was the rookie. Right. Uh, you know, you, you watch some of the throws that he made, and you go, why are you throwing there? You know, there's, you know, he throws it right to a, you know, a, a defender. Um, and it's like, what are you looking at that, you know, if you're making that pass? Um, you know, it was a very disheartening start to the season um, for a team that was, you know, probably one or two plays coming back, uh, you know, for making the playoffs last season um, and bringing back most of the guys that were on that team. You know, you look at their roster, they really didn't lose a whole lot off of last year's team, and now they look like they've regressed a couple of years. Well, it does. Um, and, I mean, so it's very disheartening. Yeah, you got to look at coaching there. Now, again, granted, it's Patricia's first official game. Will they show some improvement? We'll see. we got to give them a little bit of a break. That uh, Let's see what they can do. But from what I saw... This looks like a three or four win team. I mean, yeah, you look at their schedule coming up. You know, they got San Francisco Sunday. They never do well when they go out west. Um, I know uh, 49ers are starting a new quarterback this year in Garoppolo, but, uh, you know, it's the Lions on the west coast, and it never usually leads to good things. Um, and then you got Tom Brady coming up, um, and then Aaron Rodgers uh, in Green Bay. It's a very brutal stretch of the schedule. Um, you know, coming up here, and you know, the Jets game was one of the ones, the few ones that I think people thought they could win. And now you lose that game, uh, and now you're staring down Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, two of the best quarterbacks of this generation. Um, it's not not looking very good at the moment. No, no, you know, I'm not much of a betting man, but I would have bet probably a lot of money the Lions would have won that opening game. I, I don't know about the point spread and all that, but I, I would have said, you got to book that as a win. Home, Monday night, national TV, and uh, just what an egg they laid there. How about uh, you know, Michigan after that loss to Notre Dame? Bounce back against Western, no big surprise there, but uh, Michigan State suffers their first loss that going out to the desert in 100 degree heat. Herm Edwards picks up the win. Why don't you give us a, a few thoughts about both the Wolverines and the Spartans. Well, sir, the Spartans. I was probably one of the few people that actually stayed up till 2 a.m. to watch you know, that entire thing Saturday, last Saturday night. Um, the Spartans got some issues. Uh, you know, Brian Lewerke. You know, everybody thought he was going to be a Heisman sleeper, and through the first two weeks of the year, uh, it, they've had trouble scoring. I mean, I know they put up 38 on Utah State, you know, but they needed a, a last, you know, minute drive. You know, to come back and win that game, a game that they were favored to win by over 20 points. And then, you know, they go up to Arizona State last week and they score 13 against uh, really a team that came out of nowhere. Um, I know Herm Edwards made some headlines, you know, being the ESPN guy and, you know, former coach of the Jets, uh, you know, taking that job. But uh, that's really a team I don't know that a lot of people expected 
um, much come out of them, and they beat a number 15 team uh, in the nation on, you know, national television. Uh, it was just it was a very surprising loss to me that they that Michigan State bringing back what they brought back uh, has struggled so much through the first two weeks. Yeah, what can happen with a with a win like that? It could go a couple different ways, but I anticipate that Arizona State is going to be right there in the hunt for the Pac. What is it now? Pac-12 championship. Yeah, yeah, I think they got 12 now. <laughs> <laughs> I can never keep up. All right, how about the Wolves? Um. It's kind of tough, you know, because they lose to a very good Notre Dame team, uh, you know, week one, and don't look very good doing it. Uh, but then they come back and destroy Western Michigan, and but you got to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt, you know, because it is Western. MAC teams never do very good, you know, going into the big house. Yeah. Uh, you know, Western gave up, I think, 55 to Syracuse in the first week of the season. So I don't know how much stock you can put in, you know, to what you saw last week. Uh, that being said, they did look very you know, much improved. Um, finally threw a couple of touchdown passes to wide receivers, um, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see, uh, I think, going forward. You know, they got another cupcake coming up tomorrow against SMU. They should probably win that one very handily. Um, don't think you'll really see what kind of team they are going to be until they get into the meat of their Big Ten schedule. Yeah, I think the whole key to the Wolverines right now is take care of business in these next three weeks, and then when you get to the meat of the schedule, hopefully you're healthy, and hopefully you have worked out the kinks. And, uh, you know, let's face it. I mean, they've got talented players on both sides of the ball. There is no reason why they can't make a run and win some of these big games that really Harbaugh needs to get. He has to get some of these big wins against Michigan State, Ohio State. You know, you, you got to get at least one of those. You know, and then it'd be nice if you could win at home against Wisconsin and maybe beat Penn State. If you could do that, let's say you go into the tail end of the season and you end up with only two losses in the regular season, that's a pretty successful campaign, I think. Yeah, you, I mean, you mentioned the Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State. I think if he wins two or three out of those four games, uh, I think uh, some of the... Uh, the uh, the noise will quiet down a little bit. Uh, Michigan State and Ohio State uh, are the two big ones, though. I think yes. he's got to be at least one of those two teams this year um, kind of take some of the heat off of himself. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, they just haven't been very good in those games, you know, the last 10 years. Uh, you got to get a win in that in that series, those two series, you know, to, to call them rivalries still. <laughs> and it's sad that you just said the last 10 years. I know. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, as we go along. But, Ryan, we always appreciate uh, you participating in this show. By the way, we sent you out some kudos, the Argus Press. Uh, you know, Argus is one of those uh, newspapers that's hanging in there for the long haul. I know it's been a tough industry out there with everything that's online and all that that goes on, you know, some of the closings of different newspapers. But you guys keep plugging away and uh, doing a great job over there. Uh, yeah, I heard that on the radio. I uh, appreciate that, uh, what you said. It was very nice of you. Um, yes, it's it's been pretty tough, especially in the last uh, six months or so with the uh, uh, newsprint tariffs that were up for a little bit. Those are thankfully gone now. Um, so hopefully some of the strain that's been on the industry um, will start to recede a little bit. Uh, but it is still tough goings out there, so any support we can get is appreciated. No problem. <laughs> and I know you even had to, as sports editor, you went through a... Uh, a process to get some new people on board. So uh, you did that, and uh, we're looking forward to reading all the stuff in the paper. 
All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, Ryan. See you later. Ryan Wise, right, the Argus Press right here on the Sports Forum. And let's go to our final break of the evening, and we'll wrap this thing up. And this is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance. I'm calling unsportsmanlike conduct on outrageous auto insurance premiums. If you pay way too much for auto insurance, you need to call Jacobs Insurance. We recently added a new player to our team, Wolverine Mutual. Wolverine Mutual was recently voted the number one Michigan insurance company for competitive auto insurance premiums. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. Jacobs Insurance has been in business for 35 years. Wolverine Mutual has been in business for 95 years. So let our experience work for you and see how much we can save you on your auto insurance. Wolverine Mutual is tearing up the competition. So don't wait. Call Jacobs Insurance at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 by Home Depot. We also handle homes, motorcycles, boats, recreational vehicles, and business insurance. When you think of insurance, think Jacobs Insurance. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. For more than 40 years, the experts at Auto Crafters of Owasso have been taking care of all of your vehicle needs. Auto Crafters, we do good work. Full collision and auto body repairs. Frame and unibody straightening. Windshield and glass replacement. Custom paint matching. Full line of auto and truck accessories. Direct repair for most major insurance companies. Loaners and rentals available. Auto Crafters, where you and your vehicle are always number one. Auto Crafters, where we can take care of all your auto and truck needs. Auto Crafters, 1710 East Main Street, Owasso, right across from Walmart. 989-729-1700. Auto Crafters, where we do good work. Auto Crafters on East M21 in Owasso, where you and your vehicle are always number one. 
It's that time of year again. The Special Needs Harvest Festival is happening Sunday, September 30th from 3 to 6 p.m. at Graham Church in Perry. Children, adults, and families affected by disabilities are invited to this free event with activities, food, and fun. There'll be hay rides, a petting zoo, horse rides, games, face painting, touch a truck, family photos, a photo booth, balloon animals, gift baskets, music, food, and much more. It is a wonderful community event and lots of fun for the whole family. The Special Needs Harvest Festival is happening Sunday, September 30th from 3 to 6 at Graham Church in Perry, 7320 West Beard Road. Waking up with Geronimo in the morning. Have a great weekend. If you're tailgating this weekend to watch any college or pro football, what's your favorite thing to eat? What's the best game to play while you're tailgating? And who has better tailgates, college or pro games? Somebody actually said, if you're tailgating for a Lions game, the biggest hit you'll see is if somebody knocks your keg over. That's true. Uh, we'll get into that on Monday morning, plus all the entertainment buzz with Hollywood Hotline. Wake up with a smile on your face. If something sounds funny on your radio in the morning, it's me. This is part of the show. Geronimo in the morning. We are doing a background check. Z92.5, The Castle. We're wired for sound. And I'll be variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. Z92.5, The Castle. Well, we're wrapping things up another Friday night to success the sports forum here. We got a lot to look into this weekend. Of course, the Lions, a 405 start on Sunday. Michigan uh, takes on SMU, a once proud program, but the Wolverines should completely right. demolish the Mustangs in that Pony one. Pony Express. That's right. And well, Michigan State, don't count them out yet. They, uh, was it a couple years ago, they went all the way to the national championship game, I think, after losing a game early on, having an early bye week to make adjustments and then making a run. And obviously, they don't have as tough a schedule as the Wolverines. So, uh, you know, MSU still could make a run at it here. They got a lot of talent still on that team, so we'll see. But they got a bye week tomorrow, so we don't have to worry about that. You got big weekend plans there, my friend? Nah, not really. Yeah, I uh, I got a family wedding to go to, so I'm going to look forward to that. Also, I was going to tell you last week. in Harbor Springs, right? Harbor Springs, oh, yeah. So awesome. A niece of mine getting married, so we're looking forward to that and nice weather. And I, I won't get into it because we're going to wrap up, but uh, last Saturday, let me tell you, I had the time of my life down at a Tiger game. It was reliving my youth. I was 12 years old. Right in the heart of Little League and baseball card collecting when the 68 Tigers won the World Series in dramatic fashion with Lolich winning three games, including the clincher against Bob Gibson. I could go on and on talking about that team. They honored them down at uh, Comerica. Uh, they had about 13 to 15 um, members still alive in, uh -huh. in different phases of physicality, but it was awesome to be a part of and to see it. And... Uh, this old guy was doing some partying at the ballpark, too, so I had a great great time down there. Was Denny there? Denny was there. He was. Yep. How, how did that happen? I mean, how did the, the, the crowd pretty appreciative of him? Or? Yeah, the crowd handled it very well. They didn't boo him. And, uh, you know, it, the, the Tigers, I will say this for uh, Mike Illich's family, they continue running a class organization. And uh, the ceremony, they, they it was very, very well uh -huh. done. Dan Dickerson was the MC. They, uh, they had big framed uniforms of each of the players. 
each of the players would like an enlarged baseball card, and then what they, the current team came out and presented each of the former players with a smaller but replica trophy of the World Series trophy. Very so they cool. each got to take that home. And on top of that, the current Tigers wore the 1968-style gray traveling jerseys that they clinched the World Series in St. Louis. Uh -huh. St. Louis wore the home uniforms. It was, it was just a cool day. Now, so, did you get, like, a free jersey out of that, too, right? I did, in fact, yeah. Free, uh, it was a traveling... Uh, a, a gray jersey Pretty with Detroit well done. across the very well done. Yeah. The only advertising that was on it, you know, sometimes they'll stick advertising right. all over it. It just had a Comerica Bank patch on one one arm, and it had a World Series emblem on the other arm, and then each jersey it said Detroit across the front in block letters like they did in '68, yeah. and on the back it was number '68. Oh, very cool. So it was sweet. Yeah. It was a nice I saw some of the pictures on Facebook. It looked yeah. awesome. It was a nice giveaway. All right, Bart, I think we did it. Next Friday night, we will be on the road at Chesanine, Chesanine and Duran, the military classic up there. Yeah. And uh, have a great weekend to you. Have a great weekend to everybody out there listening. And we'll just say right now, so long, everybody, and be safe.